वेलकम लिसनर्स टू सेकंड एपिसोड विद सोनाली कलगांवकर एंड टुडे आप पॉडकास्ट डेल्स डीपर इनटू द मिस्ट्री ऑफ ब्रीथिंग डिफरेंट मेथड्स ऑफ रेस्पिरेशन एंड योगिक ब्रीथिंग एंड वी शुड आल्सो रिफ्लेक्ट अपॉन हाउ स्ट्रेस एंड ब्रीथिंग आर रिलेटेड इन डिटेल सो सोनाली वेलकम टू द सेकंड एपिसोड थैंक यू पुलकित लिसनर्स लेट्स start with the first question and sonali in the last episode we were talking about the science of breathing and you know the physiology of breathing hmm. this one aspect of breathing that's respiration and respiration you know it's just not limited to one particular method again like breathing it has got its own various types and the two i could you know really find out were one was diaphragmatic breathing and chest breathing so can you help us right. understand the difference between the two and which one is actually ideal for the human breath right so uh, in short it is we can divide it into three different methods okay mm-hmm. one is a high breathing method which is technically called as the cavicular breathing which happens in the upper chest area okay so where you have just below your collarbone that area of the physiology is where the high breathing occurs so now what does high breathing really mean high breathing is happening in the upper chest area this is the area where physiologically the lungs are narrower okay so the the breath that comes there is comes with extreme effort so it's like maximum effort and we obtain only minimum benefit at this point of breathing if you're doing high breathing okay now many mouth breathers we spoke about mouth breathers the last uh, episode mouth breathers mm-hmm. tend to from here or if you are stressed out you're anxious you have a panic attack you know this is the area where you're breathing from and unfortunately because you're breathing only from here you are actually restricting the uh, breath to go into the right areas and calm you down okay. the second type of breathing that we call is called as mid breathing mid breathing is technically between the intercostal muscles so the ribs you know technically the rib area that you have is where the intercostal breathing intercostal muscles are there and they help to you know get the breathing going in a certain direction now here what happens the ribs are raised chest is partially expanded and the diaphragm which is you know at the base of the ribs is slightly pushed upward direction so this is a better type of breathing compared to the upper chest breathing we can say it's like medium hai theek hai not so bad not so good then we come to something called as the low breathing that's it that's where you it's also known as abdominal breathing or diaphragmatic breathing or mm-hmm. deep breathing okay so these are the three aspects now low breathing or diaphragmatic breathing abdominal breathing is considered to be the powerhouse of the entire breathing physiology because this is the area above the diaphragm where you have the you can say plenty of air sacs there and that's where if you breathe in properly the exchange of oxygen happens more easily you know the carbon dioxide coming out when you exhale that process happens very well and the impurities can be rid off easily which doesn't happen if you're doing the higher breathing so now what what does this really mean this means that you should not be breathing too much all the time at the shallow level at the upper chest level you need to breathe 
closer to the abdominal muscles at the diaphragm the diaphragm has to work well so when you do diaphragmatic breathing the breath goes in slow it goes into all the air sacs it gets nicely uh, you know the exchange of gases happen nicely the impurities go out purity of that rich blood nutrition reaches each cell of our body but how do we make sure that we do this fully so what we do is we take the good aspects of all these three breathings whether it is your high breathing mid breathing or low breathing and make it into one single breath that's the yogic breathing using of all your respiratory muscles the entire system in such a way that it's one smooth flow a rhythm of breath that is called as the yogic breathing or a complete yogic breathing and this okay. is something that can lead to really a lot of healing with different ailments and better fitness at whatever age you may be the capacity of your breathing can be changed and you know the quality of your breathing can be enhanced no matter what age you are personally so, would i be correct in saying this that people who suffer from depression anxiety majorly if they learn mm-hmm. the practice or the art of yogic breathing they can have better control over their anxiety attacks or panic attacks yes absolutely absolutely i can share one incident here if that makes it easy to understand uh, so there was a student a teenager 17 year old who came to study with me she was on anxiety medicines from the age of 10 okay. and within 3 months of continuous practice with me her anxiety medication was reduced by half wow and she being a teenager you know she was after she felt good she stopped the practice with me i don't know if she's still doing it on her own but that's the power of doing yogic breathing and adding other aspects of pranayama to your practices but consistency is the key here no totally agree that consistency is the key for achieving success as well and to everything that we want you know want to achieve in our lives but snally you know we have been talking uh, even in the previous episode and in this episode there's so many mm-hmm. you know terms and names to remember Hmm. How do you, as a trainer, you know, keep a tab on everything so correctly and immaculately that you know whatever questions I'm asking, you're able to answer them to the point. How do you, you know, really do that? I think you know it is just a practice of this for so many years and sharing this knowledge with others that it's become so much a part of my like you can wake me up and then ask me from sleep what it is and I can still share. So Amazing. it is only that. I think it's only that. Nothing else. Amazing. Amazing. And you know practice can you know really help us improve our lung capacity and there are various different techniques of breathing. Uh like we talk about Ujjayi breathing, Kapalbhati breathing, Nadi Shodhana and many mm. more. So can you mm. help us understand a little uh you know about each of these type of breathings? and how can they you know really contribute to the overall well-being of uh, any individual yeah so let me just first summarize all of them basically all these breathing practices are going to help you to calm down increase the carbon dioxide in your body and therefore 
certain reactions interactions that happen in the body will continue to happen in such a way that it keeps your health in place or maintain your health or increase the fitness of your health okay now in short first i'll start with kapalbhati now this is considered as a cleansing practice okay, okay. Uh, it is considered as a shatakarma which means that when you are doing kapalbhati you are cleansing the excess mucus and you know impurities and everything that may be in your the in inside the uh, respiratory system mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. that then you are practicing the other practices so whether it is ujjayi whether it is um, nadi shodhan so you start with the cleansing practice and then move to basic practices then going to samavritti pranayam working with the equal breath concept and then you you know uh, kind of uh, come to see nadi shodhan is a practice which will it purifies all your nadis now nadis are uh, basically channels and it say like we if it says that we have 72000 nadis in our each one of us has in our body so to okay. make them you know pure away out of remove the impurities from them when you are doing nadi shodhan you're balancing the left and right side so the left brain and the right brain are also balanced in the process and therefore mm-hmm. you know with the balance you're able to maintain your health mental health physical health emotional health and then of course spiritually grow mm-hmm. ujjayi if you take ujjayi ujjayi is a practice of calming you know like if you practice ujjayi for 20 30 minutes you will probably go into a meditative state after a point okay reaching ujjayi learning how to do ujjayi correctly takes a little while for that you need to learn how to breathe slow how to do deep breathing most of the time people what they say when you're deep breathing they try to take a large breath you know uh, mm-hmm. and mostly it happens from the chest so that's not deep breathing that's over breathing so understanding okay. these differences learning the concepts this is where you know you need the right teacher today everything is available on the internet people read it people watch videos and do it but still sometimes harm themselves because their basic breathing may be not right so i will insist here that people should go to a good teacher to learn these because pranayama practices are something if you do incorrectly you are harming yourself okay so there are many other forms of breathing also i mean we do surya uh, bhedi pranayam chandra bhedi pranayam these are all like different aspects of it depending on the person's health issues depending on their capacity their age you know uh, usually a teacher will tell you okay these are good for you these you avoid now or even the climate makes a difference so in the cold weather for example if you try to do uh, cooling pranayams it's not going mm-hmm. to help you but mm-hmm. you need to do cooling pranayams if you are in a very hot atmosphere and it will cool your body down got it you know sorry so this particularly brings me to my next question we're talking mm-hmm. about cooling down the body using just our breathing techniques in a very hot environment and mm-hmm. this somewhere the other if i am not wrong links to the resilience of our body the capacity of our body to bounce back from any adversity so right how by following an intentional and structured breath work we can enhance mm-hmm. the resilience power of uh, our body 
yes so increasing resilience uh, of our body begins with the correct breathing again i will emphasize on that then grounding you need to ground yourself as well you know hawa mein ud rahe hain aise bahut ho jata hai hum logon ka so it's like you know you are like sometimes very much in that flow state ki this happened that happened i am doing so well in life and i am powerful and i'm successful and all of that and in that process we forget to ground ourselves so connecting to earth connecting to nature and breathing in nature is an important step here so starting with that and then you maintain all these other practices uh, so the endurance increases and step by step the resilience will come in you know when your strength increases your endurance increases your resilience will also come in got so thanks for sonali you know for sharing these uh, secrets of uh, managing our body and our health through breathing listeners if you have any questions you can share with us in our dm or leave it as a comment uh, you know on our respective platforms we would more than happy to get back to you and stay tuned for the final episode with sonali where we are going to talk about the rituals of home practice so i guess this is going to be the episode everyone is going to be waiting for sonali where they get to learn how yes. you know, they can inculcate the practice of breathing in their daily routine thanks to sonali for this episode thank you